name is Lucia. And I'm Ashley, and welcome back to the 76 Cents Pod. Yeah, welcome back. That's a great way of putting it. Um, so uh, as our very dedicated five to ten listeners may have realized, it is in fact July. <laughs> um, so sorry about that. Um, but yeah, you know, quick updates from the last six months. I graduated college. Um, I got into grad school. I'm working at a summer camp right now and I'm very busy. So that's, that's my excuse. Yeah. My life update is that I got a new job at the hospital and I'm applying to grad school right now. So yeah, we were, we were taking GRE. We were doing all of that. It was, it was a mess. So it was, it was a lot. And I had, I had COVID in April, like, you know, the pod wasn't, just wasn't happening. I'm sorry to say, but we're back for, for now. We'll see about that. I'll knock on wood. Um, but anyways, what better way to, you know, have a comeback than with our favorite topic, Taylor Swift. Exactly. So what are we doing today, Ashley? Uh, today we have a very exciting topic. We are going to be going through some deep Taylor Swift lyrics and analyzing them for y'all. Um, because I think that's necessary for everyone to hear. <laughs> like y'all just need to get a full breakdown of what we're, what we're talking about here. So. Yeah. And there's this YouTube channel where this English teacher breaks down her lyrics and it's really good. So um, my my in- inspiration for this is also based on her because her videos are good. Her name's English teacher KP. Just a quick little plug, but she she really she really be understanding those those lyrics. She's just really good at interpreting. That's what we're gonna try and do for you today. Yeah, and you know we were those AP Lang AP Lit students. Mm-hmm. We still in got another that. in another universe, I, I probably would have majored in English, not this one, but in some universe. And you know, the if the multiverse is real, somewhere there is a version of you that is an English major. It's not this universe, but exactly. somewhere, I kind of feel that. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're both very analytical people, and we can like dive deep into like the meanings of all of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. What is your first song that you would like us to analyze today? Well, really, I only wrote down lyrics from Folklore because I felt like that was, that is the album to unpack here. It is true. But like, I I do remember when that came out, I was like, wow, this is steep. This is a lot to process and I'm going to need a lot of time to think about it. And I still think about it. So you're right. Yeah, so I just kind of went through the whole album and I went in order of like the songs and I just like wrote down like some of the deepest lyrics from every song. And uh, if I'm being honest, we got some pages here, so we're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to break all of that down. But I guess I'll just kind of go in order, starting with the song, The One. Um, Let's see, what's my favorite one out of these ones that I have written down? Mm. Hmm. Okay. I like I like the lines we never painted by the numbers, baby, but we were making it count. Yes. So the greatest loves of all time are over now. 
I was gonna say, you know, the greatest loves of all time are over now. It's like interesting because the whole song is like kind of like we were talking about a different universe. It's like in another world, like if things had been different, like you would have been the one is like the whole point of the song. And like, it's kind of crazy. It's like, you know, the greatest loves of all time are over now, but in another like universe, maybe like we would have stayed together. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good lyric. I really, I, I really like that part because it's kind of a play on words. Yeah. Painted by the numbers, but we were making it count because you follow the numbers. Mm. Look at that. And they, that really tried, they really tried to keep that relationship together, but it just didn't work out. But yeah. you know, like, some other world. Mm-hmm. They painted by the numbers like they did everything that they needed to do, but like sometimes it just doesn't work out. Like it's just mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. It just that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does suck, but sometimes it just happens like that. Girl, tell me why I was having this conversation literally last night with my friends. Uh, one of our friends, I'm not going to say who, but like she was like talking to this guy or something and then they like realized they didn't have the same values and I was like, that just sucks. Because it's like there wasn't anything wrong and they just weren't like compatible. Mm-hmm. Like, dang. It just didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. Another lyric um, that I like from that song is I persist and resist this the temptation to ask you if one thing had been different, would everything be different today? Because it's like, she's like, she knows like that she shouldn't be thinking about it that way. But it's like, if it had been different, like, what would my life be like now? Mm -hmm. So I like that because it's like, she knows in her mind, like she can dwell on this, but like, she's still thinking about it. And then that goes into like another lyric that I wrote down. Um, in my defense, I have none for digging up the grave another time, but it would have been fun if you would have been the one. Because she's kind of like apologizing for like bringing it up again. And she like doesn't have a reason or a defense of like why she's doing it. And there's no reason. Like she's happy with her life now, but it's like interesting to think of like what would her life have been like if she had been with this person. So yeah, just like a lot of what ifs, like you never know um, the possibilities that could have happened and they won't. But it's, of course, it's okay to be curious. You can do some imagining, you know? Yeah. Love, love, love romanticizing. Love that fantasy life. Dude, that, this whole album <laughs> has so much, and Evermore, about like romanticizing, like, mm-hmm. like things that could be or could have been that mm-hmm. aren't happening. But it's like, I feel like it's kind of comforting because it's like, sometimes you feel bad for thinking those things. And it's like... Mm-hmm like this like song specifically it's like it's such a sweet song and it's like not coming from a place of oh you should have been better things should have been different whatever it's like no she's happy with where she's at now but Mm -hmm. just like reminiscing on like what could have been I guess yeah you know the greatest films of all time are never made like it could have been so much greater but it's okay it didn't happen we move on but we can still think about it exactly mm-hmm. great song 10 out of 10 I love that one probably the most happy song in that album except for like invisible string i don't know i feel like i don't really remember all the names right now but yeah i just i i do like the one a lot like i think it's on the happier side yeah like it's not necessarily happy but it is like yeah i don't think any of the songs are really that happy yeah, I like, I like The it. Last Great American <laughs> Dynasty. That one is, that one's more upbeat, like, mm-hmm. storytelling. That's true, yeah. Okay. Love that. 
do you have a lyric that you would like to analyze yeah so i'm since you were looking at folklore songs i have a couple of other more songs pulled up um the first one my favorite cowboy like me it's just it's just a bop and i really like the bridge and the skeletons in both our closets plotted hard to fuck this up and the old men that I swindled really did believe I was the one. And then the part where she goes, now you hang from my lips like the gardens of Babylon with your boots beneath my bed forever is the sweetest one. And every time I hear that, I just think about like the Holes movie <laughs> and kissing Kate Barlow and Sam. Because it's like, it's like their love was like, no one expected it to happen, you know? But it was, it was like, and even she didn't expect it but it was something real and they they had to they had to they had to swindle you know (laughs) they really did have to swindle and then at the end when it's like I'm never gonna love again like it was very tragic love story but she knows that it was a genuine relationship um with a very like a very similar person like a person that had many of her values and like related to her in ways that like they didn't relate to other people yeah that's kind of interesting because I like never saw it that way I sort of saw it as like they both had separate pasts like talking about the skeletons in both their closets plotted hard to mess this up so like they both have a past that's like Mm -hmm. not the greatest and then and she says in the old men that I've swindled really did believe I was the one so it's like she's kind of like tricking these men and then for him, the ladies lunching have their stories about when you pass through town, but that was all before I locked it down. So it's like they both have these pasts of like these histories of relationships of like people that they kind of played. It reminds me of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think about when I hear this song. Um, yeah. Because like, have you seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? The one with Audrey Hepburn. I feel like I have, but it was a long time. Basically, bottom line, like, Audrey Hepburn's character is, like, an escort, and she, like, is, she wants to, like, marry a rich man, and whatever, yeah. and it's, like, that's her lifestyle, and then Paul Varjak is, like, the dude, and he moves into the apartment, and he's, like, basically a prostitute for this older lady that, like, pays for his apartment, and, like, comes and, like, leaves money for him, and whatever, and they're having, like, an affair, and so it's, like, it reminds me of that, because they both have, like, these, like, weird, like, escorty mm-hmm. kind of, like, lifestyle, but then they, like, fall in love with each other, like, because they start off as friends, and it's, like, I'm never gonna love again in the end of the song. It kind of reminds me of, like, like, in the end of Breakfast at Tiffany's, she is leaving in a cab to like go after this rich man that she wanted to marry for his money and whatever Mm -hmm. and like Paul basically stops her and is like I love you and whatever and then they kiss in the rain and they find the cat and whatever so Mm -hmm. it's like that is like I'm never gonna love again like I don't need that lifestyle anymore because like you're the one that I want to pick so that's how I interpreted I like that interpretation yeah it's kind of like like these two people they might have not had a great history or like past but like they it doesn't matter to the person that they love now because it's like well that you know it doesn't involve me and I I can still love you for who you are and and it like kind of changes their life because it's like well now I know what love is and I'm not 
ever going to find something like this again. Yeah. And it's like, you're a cowboy like me. Like, yeah, you've got tricks up your sleeve and stuff, but like, we're, we're similar. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're one. We're that. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we both had that experience, but we're choosing to like put that aside to love like one another. Mm-hmm. I like that song a lot. I honestly did not like that song at first. Okay, I've heard that is a very popular opinion. But, like, the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, okay, this is good. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Back to folklore. Let's see. I want to, like, go into, like, a deeper, a deeper song. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I'm going to go out of order because I don't want to talk about Cardigan that much. There's a lot of songs, man. Yeah. We got a lot lot to cover here. A lot. So let's just go right to exile. <laughs> um, we're gonna okay. we're gonna go deep now. So uh, there's just so many good lyrics in this song. Um I guess like two of my favorite ones. Um, the part where she says second, third, and hundredth chances balancing on breaking branches, those eyes add insult to injury. So the way that I interpret that lyric is like you're giving someone like so many chances because like you care about them but you know like you're balancing on breaking branches so it's like you know in the end like it's probably not gonna work or like it's all gonna come crumbling down but like you're gonna give it that chance anyways and then like those eyes add insult to injury so it's like you're hurting each other but it's not just that it's like it's like a deep emotional hurt that you know you're both doing to one another and like you both don't want to give up on it and like the whole song is like them going back and forth with like Taylor Swift and like Bon is it Bon Iver or Bonnie Bear like um Vere I think it's Bon Iver I don't remember someone someone told me the pronunciation once I don't remember yeah um but it's like the back and forth between them and like he's watching her like move on with some other man and she's like I gave you like so much like I gave you so many chances like Mm -hmm. and you just like didn't do anything with it and whatever and it's just it's like sad (laughs) it is very sad it's like and especially like the part where they're like singing over each other and they're not like listening to each other I feel like that part like the lyrics themselves are also good of course but like the fact that she like layered them kind of on top of each other yeah um, like you never gave a warning sign I gave so many signs like this relationship maybe they both wanted it but it wasn't like like clearly there was like a problem with it and like every time they would have another chance it would just you know it would come to close to breaking again and the yeah. fact that she's also repeating, like, I, I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending. Like, she knows it's going to end badly, but she still is like, why am I defending it? Because, like, some part of her, you know, still wants to be in it, even yeah. though it's it's only it's only hurting her and only hurting him, too. Yeah. And, like, the part where he's like, and it took you five whole minutes to pack us up and leave me with it, holding all this love out here in the hall. And he's like it took you like five minutes to leave me basically but it's like she on her end she's like no I gave you all these signs I gave you like a hundred chances 
you mm-hmm. never did anything with it and now like I'm choosing like my own peace over mm-hmm. trying to mend this thing that like I know it's not going to work out like you said like I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending I'm not your problem anymore so who am I offending now she's like yeah. I'm gonna take myself out of this equation because like it's hurting both of us and like you can't be offended and like the line where it's like you were my crown now I'm in exile seeing you out it's like you were my everything I tried so hard but it still like just didn't work and now like you're two like whole separate people and it's like oh my gosh this song's too relatable I need to I need to take a drink (laughs) take a sip take a sip it's a lot it's definitely a lot like and it, the emotions the way that they sing it too I feel like that adds a lot because it's, so it's one thing to just like write it like obviously the poetry is great but then you like add you know the performance to it and it's just like they're singing over each other and it's like getting louder and yes, they're like it's yelling like, yeah it's like two it's of so- them like going back and forth and like you're getting both of the perspectives mm-hmm. uh like this song is a work of art if you do not agree Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I just disagree if you don't think that this song is like I feel like so much thought was put into this song for sure every lyric is just so like intentional and even like you said like the performance of it is intentional exactly yeah I love it so good really do a deep close reading of every line but I think that would take me a little too long um I'll let you pick the next one okay going back to Evermore let's see the whole song of campaign profit is just we have a lot to unpack here <laughs> a lot um for those who don't know this this song is basically about like another yet another relationship falling apart but the way that she like has these parallels in the in the choruses and like let's let me find one for example um okay basically the part the where she's like storyline basically the <clears throat> sorry basically <laughs> the guy proposed and she said no because I don't know why, but but then she got she got champagne problems. Let's just say that. But a lot of the lines are just like the way that she weaves it together is very, very clever. I like that it's not like full sentences. It's like kind of like showing you the scene of what's happening without telling you what's happening. Like mm-hmm. exactly. for example, like there's like a verse that says, Your mom was ring in your pocket my picture in your wallet, your heart was glass, I dropped it, champagne problems. Like, it's not explicitly stating what happened, but it's like, you know, like, his mom's ring was there, he had his, her picture in his wallet, like, he loves her, like, he wants to marry her, and then, like, she dropped his heart, and, like, broke it, and it shattered. Yep, you had a speech, you're speechless, love slipped beyond your reaches, and I couldn't give a reason, champagne problems. Like, it paints such a very clear image of what is going on, without even being like that direct and then I think this verse is probably my favorite your Midas touch on the Chevy door November flush and your flannel cure this dorm was once a madhouse I made a joke while it stayed for me 
like everything about that like Midas from like Greek myth the guy who turned everyone to gold like this guy obviously he he means a lot to her and he's a great guy he turns everything to gold he's he um he gives her a flannel because it's cold and it's November and she's freezing and then he and then he's saying like you know I think he's like trying to acknowledge that like maybe their their family or whatever is kind of crazy and she's like well that's you know that I'm also part of that like can't really change what happened um and then later it's saying how evergreen our group of friends don't think we'll say that word again like like you know her turning him down kind of broke everything apart and now yeah and it's like evergreen like you get this imagery Mm -hmm. of like something that lasts throughout like the whole year and like so you think like their group of friends is gonna last forever but then like it's not because it just like all ends and then the next line and soon they'll have the nerve to deck the halls that we once walked through it's like their friends are gonna move on and like they're gonna celebrate and they're gonna live their lives but it's like they're not gonna be a part of it together anymore yeah and then the line that says sometimes you just don't know the answer till someone's on their knees and asks you and I've seen a lot of people analyze this line also but like the fact that it's knees plural like he was begging like begging her to say yes and he didn't know the answer was no until well she didn't know that like someone didn't know the answer was no until like that happened and then they say she would have made such a lovely bride and then it just um descends into sadness you know also the (laughs) thing about this song is like the outside perspective of like she would have made such a lovely bride was shame she's fucked in the head they said but you'll find the real thing instead she'll patch up your patch tapestry that I shred it's like sad because all the other people are looking outside on it like oh she's like messed up like something's wrong with her for saying this and she's just out here like I'm sorry like I know I broke your heart like Mm -hmm. I couldn't give you a reason and I know like that's not enough and whatever and it's like I feel like she's like coming from such a genuine place and like sometimes like like even the line sometimes you just don't know the answer like she didn't know what her answer would be even herself and she like yeah she's she's not like yeah she's not doing it out of malice or like any form of hate but these people looking from the outside are like she's like she's messed up like whatever and it's like it's kind of different because you can also tell like he even though he's heartbroken like he's the one that's like he booked the night train so he could Mm -hmm. sit there in this hurt and like it's just like he's Mm -hmm. like completely heartbroken but he's also not blaming her yeah such a sad song and she she yeah like I was saying she's at the end she's like you'll find the real thing instead like I'm sorry that this couldn't happen but like you will find that one someday who won't leave you like this and like you, you won't, won't remember even remember all me. My shit. exactly <laughs> exactly it's just like you'll move on one day and I'll just be something that you don't need to think about and I'm sorry that like right now obviously it's not great but you will you'll be better one day 
also I feel like there's like so much like you can see her development in these past two albums like Folklore and Evermore mm-hmm. because I feel like in the beginning like Taylor Swift was like obviously like picture to burn like I hate you blah blah yeah and like screw you like all this sort of like that was the vibe or yeah. like how could you do this to me but now like a lot of these songs it's like showing both sides of the story and it's like yeah it didn't mm-hmm. work out but like maybe in another life it could have worked out or mm-hmm. in exile like like it wasn't working we were hurting each other but I still like there's still a part of her that cares like you are my crown like, yeah and then I think it's it a lot of growth on her part too. yeah and then champagne problems it's like yeah mm-hmm. especially like I feel like since she was painted badly for a, a long time like oh she's so evil like she just wants to date people because she wants I don't know to be fa- more famous or like their money or something um but she's like trying to show everyone that like you know real people don't like real people have problems both on both sides of relationships and like it's not realistic to think that like one person is all to blame and like you're saying all of these songs that we've chosen so far just like coincidentally have been showing that but like it I think it's just a lot more like practical to realize that you it's not every it's not entirely one person's fault but it doesn't mean like you're bad people it's just like you know sometimes things happen that you can't control and that's, yeah that's just what's gonna happen yeah I feel like it's like so much there's so much more depth to like the understanding of like of what a relationship is in like mm-hmm. her later songs that just comes out and it's just like it's just nice to see because it's like I feel like when you're going through something like that like you don't want to hate the other person like unless they really like did something bad to you but it's like you love that person like you can't just go from loving someone to like absolutely hating them like that's just not how it works and I feel like this like all of these lyrics kind of show like the middle ground of like you still care about them but you know you can't be with them kind of Mm -hmm. yeah love it today T-Swift she really hitting us with these oh my gosh okay I'm gonna pick the next song mm-hmm. and it's also gonna be deep mm-hmm. and depressing but okay so the next song that I want to talk about is My Tears Ricochet mm-hmm. I'm sorry I know this is about Carly Kloss I just know it like it has to be it has to be about Carly Kloss you know because like she's out here being friends with Scooter Braun still and married to a Kushner like what are you doing girl what are you doing someone needs to get that girl out of there <laughs> like someone... why are you married into the Trump family I'm sorry to say but that is a problem like, oh, and wait. she knows it too she knows it like there's no way she didn't know anyways mm. girl get out <laughs> So anyways, my tears ricochet. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read this like whole chorus mm-hmm. first. So I didn't have it in myself to go with grace. And you're the hero flying around saving face. And if I'm dead to you, why are you at the wake? Cursing my name, wishing I stayed. Look at how my tears ricochet. So that first mm-hmm. line, 
I didn't have it in myself to go with Grace. Like, she just couldn't, like, leave in a graceful way because, like, the, this was, like, a deep friendship that, like, the other person yep. screwed her over so bad. She's like, I couldn't go with Grace. Yeah. But, and then, her like, trust. Yeah. and then she's like, you're the hero flying around saving face. And it's like, it's like a slap in the freaking face. It's like when a friend does something to you so bad and they're trying to play it off, like, you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, that they did nothing wrong and they're trying to save face. And they're like, oh, you're dead to me, whatever. So then Taylor Swift is like, and if I'm dead to you, why are you at the wake? She's like, so why do you still care about me? Then? Yeah. Like, if I'm dead to you, like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you cursing still, my like, name, wishing exactly, I like me. saying horrible things about me and pretending like I care, like just, you know, besmirching my name for no reason. Like, I thought we yeah. weren't, we weren't friends. We were not going to communicate, like something's wrong here and it's like it's sad because it's like it's a friend who's betrayed her and then they're trying to act like they're the one that's in the right and that Mm -hmm. they didn't do anything wrong and they're saying all this crap about her but in the meantime they're wishing that she stayed because it's like she's like okay this friendship isn't working out like you're a bad friend to me I can't stay in this like I have to leave like I can't go with grace and Mm -hmm then the friend is just like screw you like cursing her name but she's they still are like hurt that she left in the first place and it's like no like you can't stay in like a toxic friendship like that and then wasn't benefiting anyone yeah Yeah. like mm. and it's like the tears that like she was experiencing because of all the pain that was like in this friendship like she left and then the other person is now like acting a fool and like they're upset over it and it's like well then maybe you should have done that <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I like when she changes the chorus to I, I didn't have it in myself to go with grace and so the battleships will sink beneath the waves you had to kill me but it killed you just the same cursing my name wishing I'd stayed you turned into your worst fears and you're tossing out blame drunk on this pain crossing out the good years it's like this is like the end kind of but like yeah and she's kind of like they still have they still have like some beef between them even though they said it's over um yeah and it's it's obviously painful on both sides but now now like you want to like come around and like tell everyone that it wasn't your fault at all it was only the other person's fault yeah and I like the line like the battleships will sink beneath the waves because it's like I'm not gonna fight with you anymore Mm -hmm. like I'm putting my guns down like like I don't have the time or energy or like I don't want to experience the pain that goes with like trying to fight this out anymore like Mm -hmm. you can do you whatever but like I'm not gonna argue anymore Mm -hmm. yeah and the bridge is just so sad when she says, I can go anywhere I want, anywhere I want, just not home. You can aim for my heart, go for blood, but you would still miss me in your bones. And I still, I still talk, talk to, you. to you. Yep, when I'm screaming at the sky and you, when you can't sleep at night, you hear my stolen lullabies. And someone said the stolen lullabies because her music was stolen. I was like, oh, yes. drama. Literally, like, I'm, this they're is why still I'm thinking like, this about each other. Awesome. They're still thinking about each other and their friendship, but but and it's never going to be the same obviously like everyone's changed of, about it like you can go anywhere but she can't go home because it's not there anymore 
um and and they they can continue to fight but they know that like they're still thinking about each other yeah and it's like the part where she's like you can aim for my heart go for blood but you would still miss me in your bones it's like I know like we had a friendship that like mattered to you and even if you're like trying to hurt me now and like point all this Mm -hmm. at me like you're still gonna miss me and I know like like I don't know and then just like oh my gosh you turned into your worst fears because like they were friends and they like you you know like when you're with your friends and like someone else is like hurting you you're like oh screw that person whatever and like I'd never be like that or whatever yeah and like she turns around and becomes her worst fears and like yeah becomes the one who's hurting this like friend who she had Mm -hmm. yep and then crossing out the good years like it just like makes it mean nothing like all that time that they had spent together well what was the point you know because now it's over and they're cursing each other's name just drunk on this pain drunk on this pain and it's like the drunk on this pain part like that is so deep but like I feel like that's underrated because like drunk on this pain like they you're want in so much pain that you can't really control your actions yeah is basically how I interpret it like like you that person is also feeling pain from losing whatever friendship this is or relationship or whatever but they're like so in a state of pain that they can't even control their actions and they're doing all these nasty things and it's crossing out the good years like it's ruining what they had before Mm-hmm. because they're so focused on the hurt of it that they can't see what the good was in the friendship before yeah it just Ugh. like leaves a bad taste in your mouth like it could have been fine you could have just went your separate ways but no you had to like you know antagonize and continue to like just make it worse look at how my tears ricochet oh I love it in the long pond studio versions wherever she's like look at how my tears ricochet And then she like kind of like whispers my tears turning into your tears because it's like her pain is reflected in this other person too and they both know it yet they're still they're still like Mm -hmm. a fight happening yeah and ricochet like bouncing back and forth like yeah it's like paralleling each other yeah Mm -hmm. oh so good i love that song Let's see what else we got. Um, I'm looking at Evermore now, the song. That one is just like, hmm. If you've ever had also a lot, like if you yeah. have a question, like you understand the song. Like let's just let me just start going through. It. Like it's like the like the first verse being like gray November. I've been down since July um it's literally july right now and then later she says hey december guess i'm feeling unmoored can't remember what i used to fight for like it's like showing the progression over time she's like dwelling on things that that have been happening she's replaying her footsteps rewinding the tape the pain would be forevermore and then and then the this um i guess it's part of the bridge cannot think of all the costs and all the things that will be lost oh can we just get a pause that one it's just like 
when you like feel so I guess like trapped in yourself and you're just like asking yourself can't something like I don't know when I will get better or like is it gonna be like this forever um like I don't know what to do you feel hopeless and you feel shipwrecked and then I think this part is let's see the part where she's like talking about I thought of you like when I was shipwrecked I thought of you that's like the one part of the song that's like slightly less depressing yeah because it's like like even silver lining right like even through all of that like pain and and, like suffering that you go through there's always going to be something or someone out there that like makes the pain not feel like it'll be lasting forevermore like it it it, and it's real and it gets you through the days it's just it's just literally too much and I just love the imagery of this song like Mm -hmm. the whole part so he's like, can we just get a pause to be certain we'll be tall again? Like you were saying, like, is there ever going to be a time like where I'm not being tossed on these waves that I can just mm-hmm. like stand, that I can just be fine? And it's mm-hmm. like the imagery of, let me just read it, whether weather be the frost or the violence of the dog days, it's like whether it's like winter, whether it's summer, whatever, like mm-hmm. no matter the time I'm on waves out being tossed is there a line that I could just go across it's like I'm can you like just imagine someone like out in the middle of the ocean and it's like wave after wave coming after that and he's just mm-hmm. like can I just get a pause to stand like for one second and I feel like people don't understand like that's what depression is like like every yeah. day you feel like you're being drowned like you like you're genuinely drowning like you were fighting for your life but people don't see it and it's Mm -hmm. like that one person like when she's like and when I was shipwrecked I thought of you in the cracks of light I dreamed of you it was real enough to get me through but I swear you were there so it's like you just have to like find something even if it's not real to hold on to to literally mm-hmm. just like survive and then finally she's like I don't think this pain will be forever more because she's like finally at the point yeah. where she's like maybe I can see like a little bit of light but it's so yeah. intense because it's like it is very intense yeah. like you're literally drowning and yeah. like no one's there to save you there's you're just waiting for there to be a pause so that you can like literally catch breath but there just isn't mm-hmm And even the part where it says, is there a line that I could just go cross? Like, that could be interpreted both ways. Like, like I could give up and just like, yeah, you know, let it over, overtake me, let it consume me. Or, but like, but like, where is that line? Like, you don't know where it is. And that's like a daily struggle because it's like, do I even have the strength to keep going on? Or is it, is it, you know, easier for me to just give up and like, just like let the waves take me, you know? exactly and the part where earlier in the song well I guess it's also repeated in the end but where she's like and I was catching my breath barefoot in the wildest winter catching my death it's Mm -hmm. just like you're trying to catch your breath but you're still in the wildest winter and like you know you're like slowly dying like you're all you're trying to do your breath like every day is like you're just trying to get by but you know like you're slowly killing yourself yeah or like the pain is slowly killing you and it's just so sad it is so sad so and then with that that um deep man voice I'm just like 
<laughs> it's painful. But he's like, cannot think of all the cars. It's like it's like that invasive voice in your head. Like literally, like she's like you know trying to sing about the things that the one thing or the one person that like gets her through and like the whole time that deep voice in the background is like all the things that will be lost like just continuing to ask these questions like the cost the weather the violence of the dog days the waves just like it's just you know that continual like feeling that you get like even on your good days you know sometimes you might feel buffeted by like all those like depressing thoughts and things like that I like that like whenever they're going back and forth um Mm -hmm. she says but I swear and then he says is there a line that we could just go cross and then she says you were there it's like even in the darkest moment of like thinking is there a line that we could just go cross like you were there and you were the one that kept me from crossing that line I don't know if you can hear me. You're frozen. I'm back. Did I you... heard like half of it. Okay. I don't know if it recorded. It's fine. You can repeat it if you want. I'll just say it again in case it didn't record. Sorry for our listeners. But um, the part where she's like, but I swear. And then he says, is there a line that we could just go cross? And then she says, you were there. So it's like, you're at the point where you're about to cross that line of giving up. But like, there's mm-hmm. just that like one thing or one person that keeps you from doing it yeah and it's like can't lose hope yeah yeah and then it goes into the last verse and then ends with um I had a feeling so peculiar this pain wouldn't be forevermore because like that one thing is keeping her going yeah and just like it changes from it being forevermore to being not like there's a there's a glimpse of hope like that is not the end and I, I, I like that song a lot yeah yeah uh, that song is so freaking good like just like the picture of mental illness that it like depicts is just like I feel like sometimes people that don't have mental illness don't understand like it's genuinely like debilitating and Mm -hmm. it's not something you can control because it's literally part of your brain yeah like it's like literally like chemical imbalances like people are not faking it and on that note I feel like we should talk about this is me trying yeah let's let's do this lovely sad one to wrap it up yeah I actually love this is me trying oh but it's also so depressing yeah so um in like the long pond studio recording she kind of mentioned that it was about a couple different things but um specifically someone like experiencing addiction and how like every day they're trying to fight this fight kind of similar to evermore but it's like they're trying to fight and it's like this is them trying like getting through the day surviving this is like the hardest that they can do like they are trying their hardest and to an outside person it may not look like that but like Mm -hmm. it's literally like taking all of their effort to get through this so yeah and a lot of the lines are like pretty dark like I didn't know if you care if I came back pulled the car off the road to look out could have followed my fears all the way down like this person was in a very bad mental place like like um and they don't know how to express that like they are trying to get better but like 
this is all that they can do right now at the moment yeah like all they can do is show up at your door like Mm -hmm. they didn't pull their car off the road they didn't follow their fears all the way down like they didn't end it there they're Mm -hmm. at your door like asking for help and that's like the most they can do in that moment yeah I like the line that says I was so ahead of the curve the curve became a sphere it's Mm -hmm. like the people like in like high school I feel like this is us when we were like the overachievers and yeah, we were doing too much we got all of our satisfaction from like grades and what other mm-hmm. people thought of us and like all this mm-hmm. external yeah validation yeah. yeah validation and it's like I was so ahead of the curve the curve became a sphere mm-hmm. it's just like then you're just going in circles of like right like you're chasing something that you're never going to catch Exactly. And, and and you're and then it says you fell behind on on your classmates and you ended up here like you like you were running so hard that like you didn't even know where you were going and now you're in this place pouring out my heart to a stranger but I didn't pour the whiskey so that part I can definitely see how it's like about addiction like you know you need to get that mental load off of your mind but like it and it's gonna be hard but you were able to like you know hold back from the things that you were doing before or something and then oh my gosh this is probably my favorite part where it says at least I'm trying and it's hard to be at a party when I feel like an open wound it's hard to Mm -hmm. be anywhere these days when all I want is you you're a flashback in a film reel on the one screen in my town and it's just like like everything is going on around you still everyone else is still living their lives they're like having a party and it's like you just feel like you're an open wound like you don't want to be there like you are so badly but yeah everyone around you is like going on and then the line where it's like it's hard to be anywhere these days when all I want is you obviously there's like a sense of loss there you're a flashback Mm -hmm. in a film reel on the one screen in my town it's like you get a flash of that person but they're not there Mm -hmm. yeah Oh, so much. It's so sad. Because it the song I feel like is just nice to like hear. Cause I feel like everyone, it's just like sometimes you feel like everyone around you is like doing fine and like living mm-hmm. their lives. And it like social media has made it so bad. Like you it's see such, everyone, Yeah, it's a it's a lie. Like yeah. It seems so real and then you like you know it makes you feel horrible about yourself you're like oh why am I not like doing that blah 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 but it's like you don't know what people are hiding yeah and they could be going through a lot more that they obviously are not going to show online and that's just not something that we think about all the time yeah and it's like maybe you know like you see all these people doing all these things but it's like the line where it's like it's hard to be at a party when I feel like an open wound like maybe they're out doing those things maybe they're trying and Mm -hmm. it looks like their life is together but like maybe they feel like an open wound yeah like you don't know what they're going through oh my gosh my favorite book extremely loud and incredibly close thank you Jonathan Safran Bower one of my favorite quotes from that book is like what did it say something about like I looked at all the people and wondered like who were they missing or like why are they hurting or something like that and it's just like you don't know what other people are going through 
mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. But it's like slightly comforting. Like it's sad, but it's also comforting. Yeah. Yeah. And like not even talking about the lyricism, I just really like what she did with like literally the poetic elements, like the rhyme scheme. And then she like changes the rhyme scheme because you know she wants to make a point. Like adjusting, yeah. resting, back, that, down, say, way, mental, potential, mad, that, sphere, here. But then she says stranger, whiskey. Like it's very like, it's very intentional how she, how she wrote the lyrics and the lines of this song. Like the structure of it even. Yeah, like you could definitely read this and analyze it just like a poem, like, and just like have the same amount of like depth to it as in the song because yeah. it is basically a poem anyways yeah 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 well I think that was a great summary a great interpretations do you have any final thoughts on this song or any other songs that we interpreted today all I know is there were so many more songs and mm -hmm. like they're all so good mm -hmm. and yeah they're just like she really stepped up her game with these albums and they're i feel so like good. that's why so many like people who didn't really listen to her music before they kind of got more into it just because it it is like pretty relatable or at least it's like even if you haven't like personally experienced every you know horrible relationship that she talks about at least you can relate to like just having a relationship with a person or just like you know understanding how people are or how mental illness works or just like those feelings that you get you know when you're in bad places like all of it is very relatable and I that's why it connects with a lot of people oh. I wish we'd gone to August I know Want we'll to have to up. make a part two part two yes <laughs> Part two in August, we'll talk about August. Yes, oh my gosh, August for August, yes. Yes, yes. So you yeah. Know, I'm, um, gonna, I'm gonna analyze that bridge so hard. Oh, we ready. That entire, that that love triangle, that just, that's its own episode, honestly, at this point. Mm. But honestly, Betty did, Betty, you should drop James, no offense. Yeah, she deserved no. better. Not a hot take, I, she deserved way better. And also Augustine, she deserved better too. She deserved better. It's always, I, I relate. it's always James. I James. relate to Augustine though. Who I'm like, that? that hurt. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> James. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, please uh, feel free to share this episode. Follow us on Instagram, 76centspod. Um, let us know what you want to listen to next. We'll probably make another one of these for August, obviously. Hopefully. Um, no I'll, I'll knock on wood that, that our schedules line up again. But I, I mean, I want to keep making episodes, so. Yeah, I want to keep making episodes, but like, if you listen to our New Year's episode, you, you know what? You didn't hear that. You didn't hear our promise. That never happened. <laughs> We're just not going to stick to a, a hard plan right now. We're just going to go with the flow. Yeah. But yeah. Bye guys. Let Bye. us know next. See you next time.